Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you didn't catch last week's episode, you will want to take a listen as we had Chris Ward on with us, and she shared some wonderful information about how we need to slow down to speed up. Today, there's not going to be a guest. It's actually going to be one of my episodes where we're going to talk about emotions and how our emotions are really feelings in action. So listen in for some information that might serve you in your life and family dynamics. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I am excited about today's episode as I'm going to be sharing some information that I've learned through my journey and experience and um, that has really blessed my life and relationships and helped me navigate my day-to-day more intentionally. Hopefully, if nothing else, this provides an awareness for you that can really start shifting the way that you are seeing things in your world and make some of those improvements in your life and relationships. So with that said, you know, I'm just praying that there is something that will resonate with each and every one of you. So today we're going to talk about emotions. And I think it's important to understand what an emotion is. Really, an emotion is the body's physical response to the things in which your mind has its attention on. Emotion is feelings in action. That's really what it comes down to. It is when you are taking action, physical action, based on a feeling in which you're having. And that's why they call it an E for emotion or feeling there that goes into motion. And it's important to understand what your emotional state is, where you're operating from your day to day. And when you have this awareness, your world will be blown because there are so many wonderful things that come from just this awareness of understanding your emotional state and where you are in the interactions that you have with the loved ones in your in your life. Feelings are normal and natural, and every human being has them. There's not a right or a wrong feeling. There's definitely feelings that are going to serve you better than other feelings. However, no matter what feeling you're experiencing that's causing you to act, there is something that can be learned and gained. And what I have come to find are the feelings that I have are my indicators of where I'm at. I can be engaging in a conversation with a child, with my spouse, um, with a friend, a neighbor, and the thoughts that I'm having about the discussion that's going on 
are invoking feelings. Sometimes it's that of happiness. Sometimes it's that of sorrow and sadness. And other times, sadly enough, it can be anger. Um, And when I start paying attention to the feelings that I'm having, that is when I start seeing you know, where my point of action is and the results that I'm getting. So feelings are such an important thing and truly are a blessing as we get to understand and um, get comfortable recognizing them and seeing them for what they're at. Um, I just want to put out there that, again, feelings are natural and normal. There is nothing wrong. There's not a good or a bad one. They just result in different things. And so you got to figure out what it is you're wanting your life to look like and to be so that you can start being intentional with the results that you're experiencing. I am going to share something that is really important and and it might ruffle some feathers. It might cause some conflict, but I just want to share because this is where I've landed with my own life experiences. I hear from people all the time that, you know, I'm a human being having and looking and searching for a spiritual experience to really help shift and transform. And what I've really landed on for myself is we are all spiritual beings. We started as a spiritual being and we are having a human experience here in this life, in this existence that we are all in. So understanding that we're these spiritual beings navigating a human experience has really shifted the way that I see things and the way I see others that I'm interacting with and those that might be having a hard day or a stressful day that might be lashing out a little bit more. It's okay. We are here and we have these feelings to really point out to us and be able to see that there is opposition or opposite feelings and responses and everything that we have and experience in this life. So I think that's really important to understand. Feelings aren't necessarily good or bad. They just are. By understanding what type of feelings we're experiencing can help us improve our state as well as our life experience. So I'm going to share with you a pattern that really all human beings operate from. Some of it just might not be in your awareness or others may not be aware of this. So this is exactly the methodology that I use in teaching my children. And it goes something like this. There are situations in life or circumstances. We are constantly dealing in circumstances. And when it comes to these situations and circumstances, there are facts and then there are meanings. And being able to distinguish between the two will serve you in so many ways. Facts are things that every single person walking this planet would agree with. There are just facts. It's non-debatable. A meaning is something that we assign to a circumstance or situation. It's part of those feelings. It comes from the thoughts that we're having or a meaning in which we assign to that circumstance or situation. And because of those meanings or those thoughts, that invokes the feelings we're having. Have you ever had a conversation with someone where they start going down a path that, you know, you start having this 
this little flurries of anger. And then you're starting to notice that you're getting more angry or upset over something. It's because of the thoughts that you're having around the conversation. You might feel really strongly about something where someone isn't, and it is the thoughts or the meanings that you're assigning that are causing those feelings. So it's the thoughts that we have that invoke the feelings, and it's the feelings that we experience in which we act from. And based on those actions, it results in an outcome. So here's the pattern. There are circumstances, and it's only fact-based Everyone has to agree on it. Based on those circumstances, there are thoughts or feelings that come from that. And it's the thoughts that we have that cause the feeling that we experience, which causes the action, the thing that we say or do or don't say or don't do, that is a result of what our life experience is. So the question that I have for you, if you aren't happy with your results, Where do you think you need to work? We need to go back to the thoughts. Everything that's happening between our ears is what is critical and important. And it influences everything that we're feeling in our heart. And when I was able to really tap into this knowledge, this is when I started to see changes in the way I was showing up. And the thoughts that I was having about situations or circumstances. And then my results started to change. I promise you, if you can understand this pattern, you will start seeing similar changes in your own life. So here's the next thing that I think is really important. Like attracts like. If you are having, and I'm going to call feelings positive or negative. In fact, I'm going to be posting to see if you can get in the show notes this document. I'm having it created. It's called the Emotional Guidance Scale. It comes from um, Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks, if you've read any of that material. They talk a lot about this Emotional Guidance Scale. And there are two spirals. It's an upward spiral and a downward spiral. And depending on your emotional state determines on which spiral you're on. The more I'm going to call positive emotions that we're experiencing is putting us on that upward spiral. And the more negative our emotions are is keeping us on that downward spiral. And With this, depending on those thoughts that we have, we attract like for like. Have you ever had, and I'm going to go through this in my own life experience, but have you ever had a thought that you started, you know, feeling maybe content, maybe it was okay, maybe it kind of was a little uncomfortable or there was some disappointment, but because you were putting your attention on that thought, that meaning, it started to attract more thoughts around that same thing. And you start noticing your emotional state drop. I'm going to give you an example. I had this situation with um, my husband where, you know, there were times where he would be at work really late and I would ask that he would send me a text message because when he wasn't home, I'd start worrying and I would be really just in a state of worry. Like, is he okay? Is he alive? Is he is he dead in a gutter? Or is he in a car accident? If I didn't have this text message knowing that he was going to be okay, my worry started to attract these other thoughts. 
Is he dead? Is something harmful happened to him? I'd start getting more worried. And because I hadn't heard anything, my worry turned into anger. I'd start to get angry that my husband didn't call me, that he didn't have the time to send me a text message or pick up the phone and just let me know he was running late at work. And then angers would start turning into rage and then rage into victim. I became the victim of my story often. You know, the meanings that I was assigning, he must not love me enough. You know, whatever those thoughts are. And that's what I'm wanting to get at. Like attracts like. If you are focused on a, if you will, a more negative thought, you're going to start seeing more negative thoughts coming your direction and it will affect what feelings you're having about the situation. And it is crazy when you can start seeing the pattern in this, how our thoughts influence our feelings, which definitely influences our actions, and then we get a result or an outcome. So I'm going to take you through another example. Love my dear husband, but this is just another example. I'm speaking from my life experiences because I think that's what's going to serve. I have had situations where I have been going with our four children, getting them up out of school, dropping them off, and my husband's out the door to get to work or or an appointment that he has. And I get back into the house and our bed is not made. And I have had the thought, wow, he must not care enough about me to take the time to make our bed and just do that act of service for me because he knows how much it would mean. Or, you know, he must not consider what my day looks like or what my needs are. And then the thought of, wow, maybe he doesn't love me enough because if he loved me enough, he would have made the bed. Or he must not value the things that I do in the home because he doesn't take the time to do this small act for me in just making our bed. Such a simple thing. And I've noticed where the disappointment of not having a bed made when I've entered into our room turns into anger because he doesn't care enough about me, which then turns into a little bit of a revenge. Well, looks like I'm not going to be putting his laundry in the load not the right thought there for me. But those are some of the thoughts that I've had. And then it turns into rage or um, um, the, the root of that of hate, you know, where you start having those feelings of, I must not be important enough to him. And none of it, none of it, none of it, none of it is true. Because I can look at the exact same situation, exact same situation. And when the minute of disappointment comes in, I can change the thoughts and go, wow, my husband must have been really busy and running out the door to provide for our family. Just that shift in the thought or the meaning that I'm assigning can change the world I live in. And it does. It does. So start being the observer if you will, of your thoughts. Does the thought serve? Is the thought that you're having or the meaning that you're assigning, is it putting you on the upward spiral or on the downward spiral? Is the next thought about it, is it bringing you further down or is it raising you up? Where you are on that emotional scale, 
will change your world. Now, I'm going to repeat, none of it is a wrong thing. None of it's wrong. Every feeling that we experience, every emotion that we have serves us if we start paying attention to it. I now use, and I have shared this with my husband on a recent Marco Polo to him, where I was appreciative of a circumstance or situation that we engaged in, because it made me realize that based on the anger I was having about something, it allowed me to realize I have some work to do. My feelings are my indicators of where I'm at and where I might have some inward work based on my own, if you will, operating system that I have wired myself based on being raised in certain beliefs and um, expectations, as well as my own life experiences that have completely influenced my world of right or wrong or good and bad. We take our life experiences and that becomes a part of who we are and the way we see the world. Well, just because we see a wor- the world in a particular way, it doesn't mean we have to stay in that place. We can challenge our thoughts. We can challenge and work on rewiring, if you will, of our operating system. It's possible and it's worked. So are you up for the challenge? If we don't like the results that we are experiencing, then we got to work backwards. If we want to change our results, we got to change our actions. If we want to change our actions, we have to work on our feelings. If we want to work on our feelings, we got to start with our thoughts. And that is so critically important. That is where everything begins. It's the work that we got to do between the ears. It's in the brain, right? Take the time to qualify the thoughts that you're having. I literally have had experiences with my children, with my husband, with my employer, just different situations where I have been able to qualify the thought that I've had about something or a meaning I was applying. Or in the midst of an argument, a thought enters into my mind and I've qualified it to where, wow, that makes me angry. You know what? It's not going to elevate my relationship. I'm going to discard that and throw it out and try to reach for a better feeling thought. It is work. And the first part in that work is becoming aware of the thoughts that we're having. One thing I want to share with you, actually, it's really two things. When you are operating on what I call that downward spiral, where, you know, the more, if you will, negative emotions or feelings reside. If you are in that place, your job and number one job is to keep your mouth closed. (laughs) Anything that you do in taking action from that place of a downward spiral will not serve you or the relationships that you're trying to cultivate where you have more love and more peace and more joy. So recognize the feelings 
that your thoughts are invoking and qualify them before you act. The second part of that job is to elevate your emotional state. Improve your state. Change what it is that you're doing. Work on finding things that's going to improve your state. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's getting into a book you enjoy. Maybe it's listening to some uplifting music or music. Maybe it's going for a run or exercising. Maybe it's doing a puzzle. Whatever that is for you, whatever you do that brings you happiness and elevates your state, you want to focus on that in those moments. And when you are in a a more resourceful state, then and only then should you engage in the conversation of what triggered you. And we all have triggers. And this is the one thing I'm going to say about triggers. The people in your life are your gift because they are there to help you identify what triggers you into that downward spiral so that you can manage and own those triggers and work to improve them, which in return only will improve your relationships. And don't we all want better relationships? So your call to action today is be the observer of your thoughts and qualify them with your emotional state. Figure out How often is your emotional state on that downward spiral or on the upward spiral? Are you living a life full of contentment, which I will share is just that bottom of the upward spiral? You're nearing, you know, the top of falling down? Or do you more often in your day live in that place of joy and love and light. Where is that state that you're showing up day to day, moment to moment? Own it. No one can make you happy if you've had the thoughts, well, if my husband would have made the bed, then I would have been happy. That's not it. We're missing the point and we're staying stuck because we're blaming We're staying stuck with where we're at in our relationships. If we want to have enlightened relationships, it starts with you owning your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. And this, I tell you, my friends, is empowering and life-changing if you take the time to qualify your thoughts and really be aware and tuned in to your emotional state. It will serve you in all that you do. I hope this episode was meaningful, that you found something in here that will serve you. I think that this is really the good starting point, getting in touch with your emotional state and the emotions or the feelings that you're experiencing throughout your day. Remember, a magnificent life and relationships are not a destination. They are the lenses through which you choose to see and create the world you live. Let's change the world you live one lens at a time. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.